This episode is powered by Safety FM. Well, welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Primus. It's the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. We talk about OSHA compliance. We talk about all kinds of stuff, right? So welcome to another week. The year's been starting out pretty good, right? At least so far. <laughs> it is January 15th is the time of recording. And that's going to be 2023 because I am into 2023. We had two episodes. One was the Stan Smiley part one. He is the master certified H2S trainer. And he was episode one and episode two. Actually, we need to do a two parter with him. And if you have not heard yet, me and Stan are going to be working together. I'm hosting an event that I'm actually attending as well. And that event is the actual H2S train the trainer class. So that's going to be awesome to have a train the trainer class. And uh, if you do this class, you're going to end up being the person who could be a trainer for the end user. So you're not taking this so that you could train other people to teach H2S. You're actually taking this so you now could train the end user who is, I know, there's plenty oil and gas, there's medical, there's all kinds of uh, manufacturing, all kinds of people that have exposure to H2S in my field. That's wastewater. Uh, you guys are pretty much familiar with my, my background and you know that I've got the wastewater treatment side. So with the wastewater treatment, lift stations, all the areas that we have any kind of biology that sits around for a while, uh, you got some H2S, right? So if you have not heard episode one and two of this year, that is going to be Stan Smiley, and he's talking about his experience. Uh, Stan's been in the field for quite a bit, and it's been really great just kind of talking to him and getting his uh, his experience, his career spans past or before OSHA. So hearing some of those experiences was pretty cool too. So before we get into today's episode, which is actually a practical episode and haven't done one of these in a while, but I've actually heard in my uh, Facebook group, if you haven't joined the group, there's 3000 of us plus by now and it's international. So if you are international, you could join this group as well. And it is facebook.com forward slash groups with an S forward slash safety consultant. When you get there, you're going to be uh, greeted with three questions. So answer those three questions and make sure you agree to the rules of the uh, group or else we can't literally accept you in if you don't agree to the rules, right? <laughs> if anybody knows that one, <laughs> that one is like a gimme. You just like, if you want to be part of the plan, you got to agree to the rules. We all know that one. Don't be silly. Ah, people. So that's uh, one of the things. You would be surprised at how many people will leave that question blank, hoping that I will just let them in. 
So just go ahead and answer that one. And uh, actually, Jay Allen from Safety FM, he also is uh, helping me with this. He's been great and generous with his time over the years as being a moderator with me on this group. So it's pretty cool. So again, Safety Consultant is the group and it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash safety consultant. So I told you guys all that because the episode today came from that group. Uh, someone who's newly a consultant, uh, he actually uh, took my course, which is the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. If you have not taken that course or you're thinking of being a safety consultant, it's time to do it. So go to safetyconsultantblueprint.com. Let me say that clean. Whew. Try this one more time, Sheldon. Safetyconsultantblueprint.com. And that's consultant with a T, no S. So safetyconsultantblueprint.com. Once you log on to that, you too can take the course yourself and get set to, to, do, to become a safety consultant. If you don't want to take the course, that's okay. Then uh, what you can do to help you if you want to uh, become a safety consultant or you play the role of a safety consultant for your organization, then go to Safety Consultant TV. So, and that's going to be safetyconsultant.tv. That's yeah, so safetyconsultant.tv. That's the extension. So don't go to safetyconsultanttv.com. Even though I think I do have that one. I can't remember. But safetyconsultant.tv is going to take you to where you want to go. And for those of you that are in Safety Consultant TV, you've been noticing uh, that I am working on my WordPress website. I broke my site again. I mean, literally broke it again. It stinks that my website is down. And uh, I just, I decided since I broke it again, and it was just my fault. I just didn't really look at the, uh, the time frame of when I needed to renew. So I just honestly just let it lapse for no good reason. But when you do that, your website goes because that's your hosting as well. So I got it back when I noticed what I did and then I'm now redoing the website. So in Safety Consultant TV, if you want to learn how to create your own website, you could follow along with me as I rebuild SheldonPrimus.com. I can't believe my ridiculousness. Hold on, I need this again. I stink. <laughs> I gotta figure that thing out. I literally have been doing this. This is like the third time. That means that the only common uh, thing between the three times is myself, right? I am that uh, that little theme that's going through all this bad, bad, bad judgment. I'll get it. I'll get it together. But my pain is actually going to help those on Safety Consultant TV where you're going to get videos. And uh, right now, we've got plenty of hours of video on Safety Consultant TV. So again, you're going to go to safetyconsultant.tv. Uh, and if you want to see what's going on, you could go to the, uh, the portion where you could sign up and for the payment section, just put in the code SC101. So SC101, and that's going to give you a free month, and uh, you can help me, or at least watch me, as I create my website once again. 
But other than that, there's plenty of other things that you could see on safetyconsultant.tv. All right. So uh, just check that one out. You're honestly, you're going to have so much information that's going to help you. I've got 70 plus videos on there uh, related to the safety consultant world, related to safety and health, also related to yourself and making sure that you're supposed to be, you know, ready to give to others because you got yourself in a good mindset. So it literally has 75 total videos, uh, over 23 hours, almost 24 hours. So we've got plenty of time for you guys to kind of go through, get some information on your own terms. And uh, so go to safetyconsultant.tv for that one. And you're going to use code SC101 to give you 30 days free. And you could, you could watch me <laughs> struggle to get my site back. Oh, man. Don't worry. It's not really that freaky, but it's, you know, it works. Uh, it makes me nervous enough, right? All right. So let's talk about what we're going to, oh, I forgot to tell you guys before we talk about the actual, uh, the part that I really wanted to get to, let's, uh, let's, the, what I'm going to uh, tell you before we get to the main thing, oh, man, I got to work up to stuff these days. So this is what I wanted to tell you. I wanted to tell you about everyone that's listening. So who's listening right now and where you're listening from. So I've got a couple of things that I want to share and I want to thank the people in New Zealand. You guys got me into the Apple podcast under government in New Zealand, Saudi Arabia, Finland, Nigeria. Uh, so under the government section in all those countries, um, top 300, but in Nigeria, I'm actually top 30. You guys rock. Thank you. I'm top 200. Well, actually, I'm 205 in Finland, in Saudi Arabia, under the government for podcasts. I am now 106 in New Zealand. Thank you. I am 237 for you guys. Uh, globally, for the government uh, podcast, I am 125 globally. Uh, for those of you specifically in... U.S., you guys are my number one listeners, followed by Singapore, followed by Canada, followed by South America, U.K. and Northern Ireland, Saudi Arabia, Australia, Netherlands, and then other listeners are Spain, you're in Spain, you're in Nigeria, you're in Germany, United Arab Emirates, which I really want to go. I really, really want to go. So if any of you guys need some consulting, I'm global. <laughs> I want to go. Uh, Portugal, I'm in there. Norway, thank you for listening. Bahamas, thank you for listening. Chile, Brazil, Malta, Japan, France, New Zealand, again, thank you for listening. England, uh, Egypt, and Cyprus. So those are the people who are listening. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And share this with a friend so that we could uh, get some more people that are going to be, you know, listening in. Get some information of safety, health, and, and everything else. You guys rock. All right. So let's take a nice brief, brief break. And then I am going to go ahead and start and just let you guys. Oh, forget the break. Let's just do this.
All right. <laughs> That's my silly jazz phrase. I've got this board. I had this board for a while, this Rodecaster Pro, and I am just going to use it. I'm using all the buttons, all the buttons. All right, so let's talk real quick about your actual, I mentioned this before, usually about event planning, but let's go micro on that one. So instead of event planning as a whole, let's think about where are you going to do your events and your training? I, again, got this from my group. So I am going to break down what I did when I first got started. Uh, obviously, you know, hotels will have places for you to do events and they're going to have event halls and they're really going to get you out. And they, they are a good place if you're going to do multiple days or if you're going to do any kind of, uh, any kind of location where it might be a destination location. So for instance, uh, I used to do a lot of training in Daytona Beach, Florida. Come on, everybody knows that you want to be in Daytona Beach, Florida, right? Uh, so this is one of those things that I figured, well, let me do this one. I did it at a facility that was close, but I knew that people were going to be going to hotels to stay for this event. So um, that would be a good choice if you want to do a hotel and have the event at the hotel. Uh, I didn't do it in this case, but it is a good idea if you want to get a destination location and then you're selling the destination and you're selling your actual training. Some people may want to get out of work and want to get away. So you're giving them the opportunity to sneak and say, I'm doing this for business. I'm doing this for work. I need to go away for this three-day session on blank. <laughs> and what you're literally doing is you're helping them create a way for them to get some time off. So if you're going to uh, do, and it's not time off because they're going to be in training with you, but, you know, after training, that's the time off. So that's, uh, if you're going to do the hotel, that's why you would do it. Another reason to do it is because they'll offer catering. And in some cases, you will have to get their catering because they're not going to let you bring in food from the outside. That's how they make their money. So it's going to kind of get you uh, where you're going to need to know that you're going to end up spending extra for the catering and for the room. Uh, sometimes they're going to require a deposit. So you could put the deposit in and make sure that uh, you could in a contract you're going to have a contract and a deposit usually so just make sure that you can get that money back if you have to cancel but find out how long you have before you cancel uh, that you get your money back so that's the key for something like that you want to make sure that you have your options but again with a hotel you're going to end up being kind of uh, caught in to whatever contracts they have you may not have enough negotiating power or anything to, to work down that price or anything. So it's a little bit more rigid, but that's still not a bad thing. It just really depends on what your goal is. The other thing that I would think about would be if you are going to try to do a training or an event, I would partner with a safety council or a chamber of commerce but safety councils will probably be the first place to partner. And the reason why is because most of them will have their own training rooms. So now you could say, I'll pay you for the training room 
and then you just put that into the price of how many people you're getting and you're gonna have to you know work out the math of how many people you need for your profit versus if you're gonna lose money but overall what you're gonna be looking for in that scenario is their leverage is going to be that they have the place you need and they're also going to have a list that you can work with so you now have to bring something to the table that's going to be your training that's going to be your expertise and then what i'm going to add to that is that when you're going to train you could be flexible with these companies and say hey let's do this on a percentage which i've done before and it does work so for every person they help put a, a butt into that chair then they will get a percentage as opposed to just getting a, a fee that they normally charge for that location you know uh, one day so a day rate would be you know somewhere like i don't know it depends on where you are but let's say your your day rate is going to be like 200 to 400 in that range us dollars um, that's going to be a lot each day right and you're going to have to make sure you have enough people especially if you're going to charge 25 dollars for your event and it's going to cost you 250 for that day you got to have your you know 10 people or else uh, that's just for the location let alone if you provide food or anything else so you're going to have to be targeting more where you could say instead uh, for every person i'm going to give you 25 percent i'm going to give you 10 percent you 15 percent and at that point they're incentivized to help fill your class for you uh, so that's a benefit of a safety council that's a benefit of a chamber of commerce let me break in the Chamber of Commerce one a little bit um, more. So here is uh, my thought with the Chamber of Commerce. Just one more kind of a mindset thing. So Chamber of Commerce is uh, they generally are going to have one location that people get together, usually monthly, and they're going to have some sort of meeting. And so you got to go out there, you got to shake hands, kiss babies, all that stuff, right? <laughs> Just, you know no one's kissing babies that's not that's politics uh, but you're gonna go out there and you're gonna end up having to talk to you know several people in your area and you're gonna get to know them right that's your normal chamber of commerce uh, those locations usually that they they meet at or they may have their own training facility generally it's an event uh, facility go ahead and use that and so that's one more thing that you could use um leverage for chamber of commerce as i'm thinking about it you might be able to leverage with them also uh percentage uh, they're usually easy to talk to the person you want to talk to is whoever is uh, the head of the commerce or the marketing person so they're generally the ones you're going to want to talk to for that one but that's some leverage all right, so let's also go to some lesser known things, but that may still work for you. But I am going to add, if you're in a different country than the U.S. where I'm stationed, it may be some different nuances to what I'm about to tell you as places and locations uh, for training. But here is a nuance, the public library. So if you do have a public library, most public libraries will have some sort of meeting or training room 
This works very well if you have a short session, such as a four-hour class, a two-hour class, because you always have to think, uh, how long is your session? If you're going to do it in a hotel for two hours, chances are your prices aren't going to work right. You want those to be a longer session classes so your price works right. But if you're only doing a short class, then go ahead and do some sort of library. If you have a school that would allow you to have some sort of training at like a, a, a vocational center or something similar or a college that may have a vocational center that you could uh, train at. Uh, colleges will put you in a contract though. Uh, but uh, the continuing education units uh, that everyone needs for their designations and everything else, uh, the colleges usually have locations that people take professional development courses. So that might be the person or the locations to partner with. And the person you're looking for is the CEU coordinator, continuing education coordinator. And uh, I believe my next episode, I'm really going to dig into CEUs and contact time. I've been seeing all kinds of ridiculousness about that one. Uh, people don't know uh, how to truly uh, judge what to do with contact time and CEUs versus uh, contact time. Oh, I think I'm going to do that next week. So either way, I just want to at least give you guys some information related to where you're going to be, how you're going to um, to have locations for your training. And I honestly believe that the location that you could find uh, that is going to be the best will always vary. It de depends on several things. First thing that it depends on is what are you going to, or how long, excuse me, are you going to have your training? Uh, the other thing that is going to be reliant on this one is going to be uh, what's your outcome for your training, right? So, uh, meaning, do you want to have fun and get training? Then you might want to do a hotel. But either way, there's many, many, many ways. I just want to give you guys some um, some thoughts. So you'll be fine. Just kind of plan it out. Uh, do your math because you're definitely going to need to know the, the numbers behind it. Don't be scared to offer percentage either. Uh, percentages really, really mean a difference to people, uh, especially if they have a list that you can work from. So if this location has a list, like a safety council or something, chances are percentage will be good for them. All right, gang, that is it. I know this went a little bit longer than I was expecting, but I just, I was just chatty. <laughs> You guys got this. Go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within a retrieval system, or transmitted. 
in any form or by any means mechanical, electronic recording or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Primus.